Hallelujah. Wow. Um, we give Jesus all the glory. I feel like I'm in a pastor's meeting. Because there are so many pastors and bishops and elders. Which is a very good picture. Jesus said that they may be one. So that they may know that you sent me. Meaning that the only way people can know that Jesus was sent by the Father is when the church is one. And thank you, Kitengela, for manifesting that oneness. I want to appreciate all of you. I'm really humbled. I didn't know people think we charge or we do all those things. We are just men who are lifted by the grace. I was born in Narok. I'm just an, an ordinary Narok boy who God decided to just partner with. Hallelujah. I want to appreciate and congratulations. Number four is very significant in affecting the land because many things began to be created on the fourth day. So four, four is a territorial number. And so dealing with this matter beyond the Jordan, it's a heavy matter. Hallelujah. I came with Pastor Jimmy and I came with Ben Hinn. Uh, it's always... I, I got Pastor Jimmy from Kitengela so I knew he knows the place. Ben Hinn is doing amazing work. He's in Desta and that's at the next generation. I walk with men. <laughs> because my senior walked with 12. So I follow that pattern. We can have our seats. Amen. To all the bishops, all the elders, all the pastors, I may not mention all of you by name, but I honor you. Amen. Whatever I'm about to share may not be something new to some of you, but allow me just to share it and I'll just flow as the Spirit allows me to flow. This matter, Jordan, is very prophetic. The first time the children of Israel, oh, my name is Pastor T. I pastor a church called Life Church in Limuru. I'm married to Ahetokabi, blessed with two children, Tiffany and Tyron. Amen. I couldn't come with my wife because I have a 10, 11 year old son. So she's doing that uh, full-time ministry. Mothers understand that work. So, and she has released me to preach the gospel as she does that amazing job. So we interact with the Jordan River when the children of Israel are entering into the promised land. I'm just going to flow. So please, as the spirit leads, you'll write the notes as he leads. So what we begin to get here is that the journey of the children of Israel was a picture of salvation. Egypt and Pharaoh is a presentation of bondage and a presentation of sin. So that begins to tell you that by the time they were in Egypt is a picture of a believer that is bound and is under the oppression of the enemy. And the deliverance of Egypt is a picture of salvation. And so they crossed the first river. I've seen one of my intercessors. She's here. Oh, mom, thank you for coming. Such a surprise. It is you. I know you, 
you are trying to humble yourself, it is you. She knows where we preach. So, uh, yes. Now, it's key to understand that after, after, after they were taken out of Egypt, they all went through the Red Sea. And even in the New Testament, Paul talks about it. He says they were all baptized in the Red Sea. Because the Red Sea was a picture of baptism. So that tells me, baptism is not enough. We can all leave Egypt, but without the destination of where we were delivered to enter, then we have failed. A journey is not judged by how you begin it, but a journey is judged by how you finish it. And so there was a whole generation, almost 2 million people that left Egypt. And they went into the wilderness. And the wilderness is a phase in our life where God has to take out our nature and put his nature. It is called the phase of sanctification. And it is always the longest journey even in the Christian walk. Because there are many people out of Egypt but they still have bitterness. They are still dealing with unforgiveness. They are still dealing with vengeance. They are intercessors but they cannot forgive. They will even tell you as I go for 40 days this one I will never forgive. So they are busy with spiritual activities but they are still in the wilderness. Because it is in the wilderness where God takes out our nature and puts his nature. And true salvation is when we become Christ-like. The Bible says, as beholding unto a mirror, that when I see, I look myself, I don't see a reflection of me, but I see a reflection of him. You see, we have taught conversion, but we have not taught conformity. Now, conversion is when you are delivered from sin. Conformity is when you become like him. Now, Jesus is coming for a converted and a conformed church. One that looks like him. That's why the, the, the parable of the virgins is that they needed lamp. So that when they light the lamp, their image can be visible to their husband. Because the husband knows how the bride ought to look like. And so the foolish did not have the lamp. And they did not have the oil. So it was hard for Christ and the groom to recognize the bride. And so the wilderness is very heavy. Remember it was in this wilderness that more than everyone that left Egypt died. Except Joshua and Caleb. That tells you crossing the Jordan is not a simple matter. Many can leave Egypt, but very few make it to the promised land. Now, the promised land is not heaven. The promised land is your location in the Holy Spirit. Jordan is a picture of baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that is why there is, oh, there is tongues, but there is baptism. You can interact with the spirit and you can be baptized. The Bible says, And he that cometh, I have no ability even to untie the laces of his sandals. And he that cometh will baptize you with two baptisms. The baptism of fire and the baptism of the spirit. Now, many people confuse and they think the baptism of fire is Pentecost. That is not it. There are two baptisms in Jesus. One is fire, judgment. 
The second one is Holy Spirit. So anyone that escapes fire must be baptized in the spirit. In this life, you cannot live without a baptism. And the Hebrew, the Greek word there is baptism. Simply means you are drowned and you are left in the Holy Spirit. You see, the other one, you die and resurrect. This one, you are buried in the spirit. That means you move from encountering to being in him. Those are the baptism that Jesus brought. So Jordan is a picture of that baptism. You don't enter Jordan and live the way you came. That one you enter as a farmer and you might live as an evangelist. Because when they entered the promised land, there are men who used to be herders in Egypt. They were told now, put your tools down. It is when men are baptized in the Holy Spirit that their ordination is known. I, I am a geologist by training. I have my master's in environmental studies. After Jordan, I became a pastor. Because my trade in Egypt is not my function in Canaan. And that's why the river Jordan must be crossed by men that believe. The encounters of Jordan will begin to align your life. And you need to get this very clearly. The, the ordination of your life in Canaan is connected to many functionaries of Zion. God does not fight for men. God will fight for his purposes in a man. That's why the Bible says all things I know. All things work together for good. For them that love the Father fellowship and are called according to his, not your, his purposes in Zion. We, I know we teach you, you need to locate your purpose. You don't have a purpose. Oh, Jeremiah, before I formed thee, I knew thee. I ordained you as a prophet. Meaning that there is an ordination that existed before your manifestation. There was no crisis meeting in heaven asking, who will he be? The Lord says, before I formed thee, I knew thee. Hallelujah. And, and, and the earlier you understand the path of your ordination, some battles will die naturally provisions and victories you can be in Nazareth yet the pregnancy you carry has a prophecy of Bethlehem it will take Caesar to command a global census for Mary to enter Bethlehem it is not warfare there is a place where you cannot survive because God never sent you there and God does not come for men God calls men to himself so may the Lord open your eyes to know your ordination. You see, when we compete with men, we become subject to being what we were not called to be. But when we know who we are in God, we don't compete with anyone. And so before they crossed the Jordan, they needed Levites to carry the ark. And they stepped in the river and the river was held from the source. And they crossed on dry ground. And the Lord told them to take the rocks of the bottom of Jordan. And they never crossed just any day. They crossed when it was flooding. To prove it is God. Let the rains of the spirit. Someone said. Hatuitaji manyunyu. Tunaitaji flood. Get some bingo. Zifunguliwe. Maji ya mbingu. Mafuriko ya mbingu ya chiliwe. And they were told, 
carry the stones on the bedrock carry them and lay them as a monument so that the generation that comes can see the dealings of your way in that generation listen if a generation does not have spiritual monuments they have dishonored and disgraced the other generation I love it when our fathers show us photos of Uhuru Park. Those are monuments that one day God visited Kenya. And that stars an appetite for a generation to see God in their day. If there are no spiritual monuments in Kitengela, what are we going to point a generation to? There must be dealings in this town that we can point and say we cross the Jordan and these are the rocks at the bed of Jordan. When a generation sees such rocks, they are stirred and they begin to seek the God that made them collect the rocks. And so they needed the ark, they crossed the Jordan and they entered and everyone was given their functionary. It's very key to understand there is what you do as your work, which, which you are paid to do, but there is an assignment. I was telling my, my brothers when I was coming, in this kingdom, we spend our money and we are also spent. Paul said, I, I, uh, ministry is not about suits. We spend our money. Uh, right now, after this service, a part of me will have been spent. That's what Paul said. That is ministry. So forget these things people are putting on social media. Those are slay queens and slay kings. That is, not, that is business. You do business by marketing. Ministry, you do it by death. And so they crossed the Jordan and entered the place and everyone, every community was given their allocation and they were given their assignment. It is when a generation is baptized in the Holy Ghost that men begin to know what Zion had in mind as they were entering. And it is that language that when they were given their allocations, it was not a language of possessing, it was a language of driving out. There, oh, there were seven nations in the promised land. Because this kingdom, there are no vacuums. It was a language of driving out. There was an inheritance upon the children of Judah. And they never conquered it. Because the Bible says the Jebusites had the, the chariots of iron. And so Judah never conquered it took a son of Judah by the name of David to conquer. And that territory is the modern day Jerusalem. He had to drive out the Jebusites. When you get the Holy Ghost, it's not about tongues, it's about territory. Uh, this is a power that comes upon men. He said, and you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you will be my witnesses carriers of evidence that I'm no longer in the grave. Acts 2, when they received the power, they spoke in tongues. And it was not the tongues that Paul addresses in, in, in Corinthians. The tongue they spoke, the men had them. There is a power that comes and you receive a tongue of lawyers that you can carry evidence in that terrain. Who shall preach to the billionaires? There is a tongue. There is how you teach billionaires the word. There is how you preach to politicians. There is how you preach to people in the market. 
the Bible says the people had them in their language. Meaning that they were given utterance to affect the people who are around. Later now is when Paul talks about diversity of tongues. The one we pray. The Bible says you shall receive power. The Holy Spirit has power in him. When he comes, that power in the spirit will become your power. And that power will make you a witness, a carrier of results. That is why in Acts 3, Peter meets a cripple he has been meeting before Acts 2 the hour of prayer and he looks at him they were with John and he looks at that cripple and said listen silver and gold that one I know we don't have I can speak on behalf of John but such as I have I don't know about John we were in the same conference crossing the Jordan but everyone received a fire upon them he knew whatever I received I cannot witness on my brother he said such as I have in the name of Jesus arise what does that mean if he is in the grave you can't rise I am a witness of the resurrection all the other gods are in the graves he said if that power comes upon you you shall be a witness in the name of jesus deaf ears will open because if he never died and resurrected then he's in the grave that is what we call witnessing is not preaching that's a part of it is when we can prove he's no longer in the grave oh peter said such as i have listen we can attend a meeting as a group but everyone is receiving something and some can live knowing I have received something hallelujah it was same Jordan where a follower of a prophet went and came back with double anointing of the mantles same Jordan but this journey is an amazing journey because in 2nd Kings chapter number 2 where your theme comes from is that we begin to see Ah. we begin to see the journey and the first area the first town they encountered before Jordan was Gilgal listen this transformation does not take place automatically there is a place called Gilgal Gilgal is a place of circumcision mantles are not given to colleagues they are given to sons that are circumcised Circumcision means you can trust me with your nakedness. Because you can mess this thing up. It was Elijah that asked Elisha, what do you want? He said that double portion of your spirit. He said you have asked for a hard thing. Ah, my generation, this thing is a hard thing. It does not come by receiving the first towel of a preacher. It comes by circumcision. Ah, where we have to lay the flesh we must lay the appetite we must lay the desire Gehazi missed it because of flesh he thought ministry is about money Elisha told him no it is not yet time you have been invited to state house to minister to the king and the law says it's not yet time to receive an envelope there is a maturity to handle offering yeah there is a maturity because one of the things that has made many run to the ministry they think is about money no we die before we receive this thing some of us even give more than what you give yeah we have denied our own children inheritance 
And so Elijah never took Elisha to Jordan first. They had to go through Gilgal. Let me circumcise you. Too much flesh hinders productivity. Yeah, yeah. One of the reasons circumcision is that it helps in productivity. And there is no spiritual productivity when there's too much flesh. So they had, when you go to the dealings of Gilgal, the Bible says Joshua and the congregation came with flint knives. The, if a father does not have flint knives, it's not a good one. The first time you meet a father, flint knives. They interrogate you. Look at your prayer pattern. Look at your prayer walk and they can tell you, you're you are not serious. Yeah. A father does not give you his platforms. He trains you to become who God called you to be. Let your anointing attract your audience. And you can see Elisha was willing to go to Gilgal. And he said, I cannot leave you. The Bible says in three, now some of the sons of the prophets who are at Bethel. So there were other sons of the prophet. They didn't have a specific father. They were sons of every prophet. Pastor T comes in Kitengela, preaches well. You begin to call him dad. Bishop Bagaya comes, he operates in the prophetic. You begin to call him dad. How many fathers do you have? Mantles are not given to sons that have that every man in town is a father. No, it is okay. Please, but stay there. if you There are some of you who are sons of everyone. We don't submit under men, we submit under grace. In Genesis, I believe 49, the Bible says. Oh, children, gather because Jacob calleth, but listen to Israel, your father. Every father has a Jacob and Israel dimension. Jacob can never bless. He can only gather. But there is an Israel that can bless. So let us, we, we don't, oh Jesus, men have nothing to give. Yes. They are weak. They have weaknesses. They get, they get angry like any other man. And also encourage young people, please don't be familiar with your pastor. He's not your colleague. No. No. You might be familiar and die next to the well of healing. And I'm not saying again you avoid them. When you mature in the things of God, it's just like a young child maturing. Right now my daughter comes in my bedroom without any notice. Because she's a child. A time will come and she'll tell me, Dad, she cannot enter. Maturity begins to grow, draw boundaries. When you're not mature, you don't know how far you need to go. But when you mature, nobody will tell you that's a father. You'll just draw a line and say, that's a father. There are places I cannot go. I never confuse when a father speaks like a child. Sometimes it's for relationship. So never think that that father has now become a child. Yeah, I play with my boy and I say, but I'm not a child. I am coming to his level to relate. So there are times we come to your level to relate. But we are not colleagues. 
it's a fact and we never chose it some of us were busy drawing buildings and then something fell on us so we didn't choose whatever fell on us we did the Bible says he gave some to be those some never applied for it even though some are here something will land on you The only people who never see anointing in us is our parents. Biological. No matter how I preach, my mom after every meeting will always call me and say, Tony, Mungu no Majabu. And we bless God for them. After Gilgal, you go to Bethel. Remember, we've not entered Jordan. This is the journey to Jordan. It's in Kings. So you begin with Gilgal, circumcision, Bethel, place of encounters. Mantles are not given. I must teach you to know God for yourself. It was in Bethel that Jacob met God. And he saw angels ascending and descending. And he left that place and he said, I was in the house of God. But I did not know it. A good father will usher you to the house of God. But as you continue walking, he will introduce you to the God of the house. So that you stop relying on his prayers and you begin to pray for yourself. Jacob came and said, now this is not Bethel. This is El Bethel. I have now encountered the God of the house. And those are levels of maturity. That when we are doing 40 days, you are also doing 40. One man was instructed to go and meet a father. And he went very early. The Lord told him, go very early. He found the man of God lying prostrate at six. So he sat down. The Holy Spirit told him, go and lie down. Where the man is lying, lie there and pray. He stayed there. The man woke up at five in the evening. He said, ah, my son, you are here. And then the Holy Ghost told him, that's what you came for. The ability to lie down in prayer for many hours. He just gave an offering and said, Dad, I know what I came for. And right now, that man runs a mega church in Mombasa. While the father, that time he had a church of 300 members, but a grace to birth a man that can run a mega church. Ah! Don't you know their parents in the village that gave birth to kings? So don't think that, oh, that man runs a mega church. That's my father. No. Look for the grace in a man. There are fathers that bad kings. And there are men with mega churches, but they can never bad a king. I'm speaking to my generation. Please don't despise men. Interrogate them in the spirit. Bethel, the place of encounters. We must teach you how to go to the mountains. Give you books to read for yourself recruit you until this DNA gets in you and when you go further the better and after Bethel they came to Jericho the place of bringing walls down barriers and hindrances and that's a very good place and it was after Jordan that now Elijah took his mantle rolled it up that mantle was a prayer show it's called a talit rolled it up and struck the water and it was divided this way and that way so that the two of them crossed over the sons of the prophet knew 
that Elijah will be taken. It is them that participate that become partakers of what is being released. That is how I left online meetings. I discovered the sons of the prophet were not in that meeting. They could not receive anything. After the Jordan opened, remember the pattern, when Jordan opens, men enter into their divine ordination. But allow me to correct something. Hallelujah. Yes. So he said, he asked, I'm taken away from you. Elisha said, please, let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. Tell your neighbor it's not easy. Ah, oh, pastor, give me your face towel so that I can carry your mantle. It's not in. The, it's not here. Don't think I got it by getting another man's face towel. This one was made by some Chinese. I don't even know the manufacturers. This is my sweat. It can't change you. And there are hands I can lay, and people can lay. Some of these fathers, when you tell them I desire what you have, the next thing you'll enter wilderness. Because what they have, they never got it in the city. They got it in the wilderness. Sleeping hungry. Churches being brought down. And the next thing you ask, is this what I asked for? Yes. That's the pattern. Be sensitive. Hands that are laid upon you. I desire what you carry. Do you know the process? Leave the product. Do you know the process? sleeping hungry anointed you go to a meeting the spirit moves you pray for men they get jobs and your wife is jobless and you are calling the same god until now you call your wife in an altar call so that if god is hearing these prayers he may hear the prayer of your wife and nothing changes because it looks like god is selecting prayers and your wife begins to doubt whether you are genuinely a man of god when the members are calling you dad because they have results yours does not have i know that life and she sends a cv 10 years experience and the letter comes back your cv is dead and she comes and asks me did you cast me i ask who why should i cast my wife and i go and ask god now what is this and it's quiet he does not talk at that time then you go in a meeting he moves then you go home and ask there when i call you you move here you are not talking <laughs> hallelujah yeah so he said you have asked her allow me to say this ministry has been made so simple that's why people are no longer valuing it. It has been made so simple. That's why no one is valuing it. Ah, but we are coming back to that original pattern. That simplicity is dying. It's not in suits. These suits are covering wounds. Yeah. They are covering wounds. Men have bled. So please, before you look at the suit, ask that man to open his shirt. You will not admire what you see. I said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me 
when I'm being taken from you, it shall be so for you. Whatever Elisha asked was a double portion, which was a blessing of a firstborn. You remember when Esau came, the father said, I have nothing. Because all the blessing is upon. Now these were two sons. By the time Jacob came, he had the second born blessing. Now he received the double portion of the firstborn. So the father had nothing to give. Because he could not take Jacob's blessing and put it upon Esau. Jacob was the second born with a firstborn title. The day he sold his right, he sold the crown of being blessed. So please don't call Jacob a thief. Esau was the bad one. How do you sell your birthright and then on the day of blessing, you want to come and claim it? See Jacob? Yeah. And so at that time he said they have nothing because the law was a double portion is given to the firstborn. So Elisha was asking for a firstborn blessing. He told him, if you see me. Why? Because you cannot be a prophet if you don't see. And you must see this transition. Then it happened as they continued and talked that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them and Elijah went up by a wild wind into heaven. He said, if you see me being taken, you have it. Please listen carefully. Let us correct Sunday school. Whatever took Elijah to heaven was not chariots. It was wind. The Bible says, and a chariot separated them. That chariot never left. Because that chariot was the mantle. He said, if you see me, you have it. Because as I go, I am leaving it. So if you don't see me, the Bible says, and Elisha, listen, and talk that suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire and separated the two of them and Elijah went by a whirlwind into heaven. He was taken by a whirlwind but there was a chariot of fire. What does that mean? The language of chariots is territorial. Okay. This might be deep but it's okay. One day I was in prayer and my spiritual father got an accident apostle david juba and my spiritual mother now mobilized urgently some of the sons and i was given lunch hour then one of the sons was given morning glory and my spiritual mother said it is war they have attacked your father this is not an ordinary accident now we have been put on the battle line suddenly so i'm there doing lunch hours and that day on that monday after preaching i remember i contended because i prayed and i said every arrow that flies by noon then at that time i was struck on tuesday i was very sick so i told my mom i'm going to preach on tuesday but on wednesday look for someone that tuesday my mother is a radical and she told me come and die on the pulpit 
because that night she, in a vision she saw that we had dispersed the enemy but we were getting tired and the enemy was coming so she knew this attack is not a normal tiredness it is because of the mileage you are getting in the spirit so she told me come and die on there so that day when I got on the pulpit the Lord told me this is not a battle of arrows these are chariots so I had to interrogate what are arrows and what are chariots arrows are released to guard a territory chariots are released to secure a territory the battle of arrows is the battle of soldiers the battle of chariots is the battle of kings now follow kingly the 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 mantle for lack of a better word or the anointing upon elijah was governmental he never spoke to civilians the first meeting was to a king because chariots are not used by civilians that is why the bible says when the children of israel left egypt pharaoh pursued them with a chariot the lord realized this battle is a battle of chariots he could not permit egypt to fight because chariots are rode by kings that is why god now took over that battle because he was the king of israel and he had to deal with the chariots of pharaoh anytime chariots are released kings are in that battle that is why the mantle and the anointing upon Elijah was a mantle of territory. He was not anointed to deal with civilians. He came to deal with the ruling power, the Jezebel and the Ahabs of the day. That's why he said, when you see me being taken, you have it. You have it. Whatever he released, listen, this is what he said. And Elisha saw it and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and his horsemen. So he saw him no more. You can see the cry. When, when, when they were with the sons of the prophet, the sons told him, Your master is about to be taken. Masters have servants and servants get wages yeah and that mentality almost got into Elijah Elisha you can pursue a father with a servant mentality that is the entry of offense in ministry I remember when I was in Narok. My spiritual father was a, was a good one. Was a Taliban. Every day, Sunday, we used to carry speakers and go and do open air crusades. Every, so I knew Sunday for me, no lunch. And my father will come, preach, and after preaching, he will take his wife and children and go to eat. And leave us. So to me, I am a speaker. To me, it a pickup. To me, load my speaker. To me, no open air. Na na na. Aku open air no liza. Watu amekuja. Anazema ongezeni praise. And that's how I began to rap. So he never mobilized. And then I will do the sound. Then to na rap. Then crowd ikikuja. Anakuja na park gari. Na na shikilia Coca Cola na toothpick. 
Na akiona mkutano inakaa kama imeshika anachukua mic. Na kama wendo ulikuwa na rap unakuwa interpreter. And one day someone came and told me, "Huu mzee anawatumia vibaya." Wanaenda wanakula na watoto wake. Nyinyi hata mkate hizo wanunulia. Mnabebana na maspika hapa. What was he doing? Converting my mind from a son to a servant. In my heart of hearts, I was serving the vision of God in that man. So I was not serving the man only. I knew God has given him a vision. And they almost made us believe tunatumiwa vibaya. Watoto wako wanakuja wameshiba, wamelala kwa gari, sisi tuko hapo. After openea anaenda to set down, turudishe vitu kanisa na apige simu ulize. Mulirudisha kila kitu na mkafunga kanisa. Kesho Monday tukutane maombi. Out of carrying those speakers, my door for the university opened. Because the grace in that man came from God. And God saw my labors as a son. So that was my contact of up to date I have a problem when people serve me because I grew as a nasher. So I find it very uncomfortable when people are carrying my bags and all those. Sometimes I run from my protocol because I, I, was, I, I was serving for me was a part of me. Someone hearing me. He said, my father, my father, behold the chariots of Israel. Chariots. Whatever that came down was a prayer garment. Because anointings are, yes, it was this one. It's called atalit. Anointings are activated by prayer. You can have a revivalist father and never see revival. That is why whatever he left was a garment. That garment would have remained as a garment if he never activated the chariot. The first thing he did was to test prayer on Jordan. Hey, because he saw Jordan opened by prayer. Said, let me try this thing. Before I try chariots, let me try prayer. He went and said, where is the God of Elijah? He struck the river. It opened. He said, this thing worked. And that is why after a few chapters, we come to chapter 6. The man lives on a hill. Prophets don't live in valleys. Because the sight is on elevated ground. When you're in 10th floor, whatever you see is not what men see in ground floor. So the man used to live on a hill. And he would hear what the king was saying. And one day the army of Assyria surrounded him. And then there was a servant, not a son. A servant, that's the error. There was a servant. You see, Elijah knew what Elisha carries. I mean, Elisha knew what Elijah carries. And they say historically, Elisha was older than Elijah. Because graces have no age. Hey. So in chapter 6, they enter. Guess what happens? Uh, the man is sitting where he sits. And where he sits, they are surrounded at the foot of the mountain by Assyrians. And the servant comes and says, Kimumana, we have been attacked. And he does not even make any prayer. He tells the Lord, open his eyes that he may see. Them that are on our side are more. 
and then he saw the mountains surrounded by chariots now what surrounded the mountain was the anointing of Elisha now this is the problem that servant because of servanthood did not have even one chariot he was at the covering of the chariots of his master that is why the day Elisha died Ezekiah cried and said my father my father behold the chariots of Israel because whatever was transferred were chariots when we talk about this apostolic mantle and stuff and prophetic this has nothing to do with village anointings can you manage a chariot if you can't confront an MCA will you confront the governments that rule territories uh, men are not in their houses the day you release the chariots to deal with Kitengela you will know men are held somewhere and this thing we are calling revival uh, 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 it's a different matter hallelujah let me conclude because there is a cake we need to eat I saw it in the office and some of us who have been fasting it's now 6 we can open but let me let me begin to wind up the Bible says also John the Baptist operated his ministry in Jordan and Jesus must meet John at Jordan now the, the law was very clear anytime you want to get a lamb for slaughter the work of a priest was to wash it first so he was not coming because he was a sinner it was the protocol of preparing the lamb that's why John never said behold the Messiah he said behold the lamb because the protocol is that the lamb must be washed and after washing now it must be interrogated by the high priest to see there is no blemish that's why before they met Pilate they went to the high priest and false accusers rose because the lamb had no blemish even Pilate saw it had no blemish and for it to be a Passover lamb it needed to pass that exam so John is doing the washing and the lamb comes to take away the sin of the world and where does it come in Jordan Oh Jesus because this ancient river has historical encounters that no one enters and remains the same Jesus must enter the Jordan and that was the first time heaven spoke all the other time heaven sent angels Mary Gabriel comes Jesus in the temple being dedicated. Simeon and prophetess Hannah. But in Jordan at the age of 30. The heavens open. And there is divine endorsement. And the Lord now says. This is my son.
because as long as he was a child he was not ready for the mantle mantles and gifts of the spirit are not given to children he said unto us a child is born in the child level heaven never spoke oh god loved children but he does not love utoto but there is a level he can never speak until you mature in the spirit it was in the jordan when the heavens opened and he said now this is my son 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 and to us a child is born but a son is given a child depends on god a son god can depend on all my children depend on me there is an age i can make a phone call and tell them i am not coming home please close the doors take the clothes outside and make sure everything is okay and sleep because i never left children i left sons meaning that now sons god can depend on as long as he was a child god even needed to send some wise men to bring money for diapers yeah they came with gold it was for easy yeah but when he became a son now god spoke and said this this one is my son and the bible says and the holy ghost remember the original encounter of jordan is when men receive impartations and they enter in the place of the ordination and the holy ghost came like a dove that is one of the places where we see the trinity at play the father the son and the spirit in one area and the spirit came as a dove as a dove he's not a dove when I say you are as fat as a pig, you are not a pig. So this thing of seeing a white dove and you say, Holy Ghost. He's not a dove. But there is a reason why the Hebrew used that name dove. Because there is a Hebraic dove that has one side, nine feathers. And on the other side, nine feathers. And that dove flies not with the wings at the back it flies with the wings at the front that's why every bird you see representing the holy ghost the wings are always in front that is a jewish bird it has nine gifts nine fruit that point to one person jesus he came as and landed on him not on the head because the Bible says and the government shall be upon his shoulders it was a picture that when the head goes when the body gathers the spirit will land on the body ah. but i love it because i thought when the spirit came upon jesus it was time for ministry do you know the bible says after he came the spirit led him to the wilderness 
The first person you meet is not a cripple. Is the devil. For interrogation of what you carry. Ah. Pastor, I thought when the spirit comes. Ah, ah. He was tested. The spirit led him. To be tested. By the enemy for 40 days. There are only three people who did 40 days, 40 nights prayer. And please don't be the fourth one. You might die. One was Elijah. And he was given supernatural food. The other one was Moses. He came shining. Number three was Jesus. And that's why in that prayer meeting. You know that prayer meeting? Only men of that rank could show up. The Bible says there was a meeting. He told the disciple, come let us go. They slept. They didn't have that rank. When he entered that prayer. The Bible says the countenance changed. Because the first level of prayer is that changes your face. The first man that changes in prayer is not issues. It's you. Okay. Pastor, we are doing seven days. By day five, prayer will change you before it changes circumstance. Yes. And it was in that environment that now he entered the second dimension where you pray until you create an environment where Moses can enter the promised land. Okay, this is for bishops. You know Moses was told you will never enter the promised land. Jesus prayed and Moses showed up in Canaan. Only two intercessors could appear in that meeting. Them that had conquered that for the day. It's a rank. But I like it because the Bible says hey, possibly you can put there Luke 4.14 so that we finish with that scripture. The church does not have a problem with speaking in tongues. They have the problem of 414. Luke 414. When you look, maybe begin from Luke 41. And two people should volunteer and buy a screen, one for here and the other one for there. Two people. Yes. Everybody read. Uh -huh. Now look at 14. Where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil, he ate nothing. We don't want to go to the temptation. But let me tell you, these temptations were dealing with one thing. If you are the son of God. It, because you can't fulfill assignment if you don't answer the question of identity. That's why now you see this madness of LGBTQ coming. It's an attack on identity. Assignment responds to identity. Those are the three questions. If you are the son of God, change bread into stone. If you are the son of God, throw yourself. If you are the son of God, then worship me. It was a test on identity. That's for youth meeting. Now read 4.14. Okay, let me encourage you. There is a cake after this service. Now let's read loudly. One, two, three. Oh Jesus. 
allow me to say prophetically the church is in look for one that's where we are we are praying in tongues there's no problem with tongues some of you if some of you even pray he break tongues we are in look for one full of the spirit but revival is when men return in the power the Bible says after 40 days what happens in those 40 days it is an activation of whatever men carry that is exactly what happens in the 40 days he now came back in the power men are full of the spirit but the world is looking for men that are coming in the power and the Bible says news about him if this church will be a newsmaker church in your fourth year you must move from praying in the Holy Ghost to now coming in the power where cancer will bow on this altar where matters that are generational are going to bow oh Jesus men are not looking for another assembly men are looking for a place that has the power of God kingdoms are known by power the kingdom of light is not a language is a kingdom of power and the church must enter the place of teaching and demonstrating power but there is a place we must enter a place of the wilderness where the flesh dies desires die we lay waste on the altar until we are ready to encounter the power paul writes and says i paul a born servant of christ meaning that when i got born again i gave god my title and my id i have no citizenship i have no rights if the lord tells me sell all and go to madagascar to preach the gospel i am a born servant the lord is looking for the church that can lay waste on the altar and begin to declare lord all i desire is you ah the end time church must be a newsmaker's church we are going beyond the jordan whatever men get in the jordan is the power to change a community your family is not looking for another brother they are looking for a newsmaker carriers of the power ah, and this is the mystery it is not outside it is in us you know when you when you bring tea when you bring tea and you put sugar and fail to stir that tea is nufia not because it has no sugar because you just need to stir that's why the bible says oh timothy stir the gift it is not coming from outside that gift is in you when you go upon again oh timothy by the laying on of hands there was a release of something i came to tell you it is not an outside encounter before i formed thee there was a prophet in you there was an intercessor in you there was an apostle in you all you need to do is looking for carriers of power people are tired of churches we have many branches but we need where jesus can be lifted men are not looking for songs they are looking for encounters we have sung but nothing is coming it's time to experience the one that died and resurrected there is a stirring my generation i came to tell you if there is a time to waste yourself in prayer this is the hour 
I'm saying this with humility. This year, I'm believing God for grace not to fast for 40 days, but one year. Yes. We tested one with Pastor Jimmy. We went for 90 days. From that time, I've never recovered. I've never eaten lunch. I only take breakfast. And that 90 came before Rema. We met a man of God, Bishop Tumisi. He just laid hands. What he released was grace for prayer. Because when the generals are getting tired, others must arise. This thing, my, my generation, it is not by meat and drink. There is a place where men get wasted and begin to now to operate with the frequency of the Spirit. I am telling the Lord, Lord, if I can survive with one meal for the whole year, I am ready. Because I am tired of moving from this glory. Then enter this glory after 40 days. Then the next year, I'm in the same glory. The Bible says we move from glory to glory. So the glory I enter in 2023, it's either I stay there, but next year, I must enter another glory. The power, the power is in you. Ah, blind eyes will be open in our day fears, cancer, diabetes those things will bow but every devil has a melting point some devils don't melt by 30 minutes prayer we look at people like Catherine Kulma they say they lived a fasted life there is a level you activate dimension where cancer melts because you have entered a realm where you are a carrier of a certain intensity of fire these things must come back I say these things must come back. There must be a hunger for the divine. We cannot enter Jordan and just live with dance. We must come from the wilderness in the power. In the power. And please allow me to say this. Because the matter of the king is urgent. He's not looking at age. This is what God told me. God is going to raise young millionaires. Because there is no time to wait for people to make wealth. Right now, there is an urgency. You guys need two acres. 18 million. You cannot go through the Kenya economic structure. It will take you almost 10 years to have 18 million. But because the matter of the king is urgent, he can favor a young girl and a young man. because of anything because there is a kingdom demand oh he said to jeremiah what seest thou he said i see an almond he said jeremiah listen the reason why you are seeing an almond tree is because there is a mystery on that tree you don't predict almonds don't grow with time an almond can grow in kitengela in five years and another one grows in mombasa in two years well, Jeremiah came and said Lord I am young he said I know the old pattern is that I will raise prophets and when they enter a certain age they begin to prophesy he said now listen I am introducing the mystery of the almond that the anointing is unpredictable that at from two you can be running crusades in a statue By the time you're in form four, you are doing worship that is sung globally. I am introducing the mystery of the almond. What is that mystery? Everyone is fighting arrow. 
bring your sticks to the altar. The one that bathed, that's the one. What do I mean? It will be evident you are young, but my hand is upon you. So I came to tell you, if a nation has 70% young men, it does not need 70% old preachers. No. That means the fathers have done their part. That's the truth. They have opened up Kitengela. Today when you say Jesus is Lord, people don't look you funny. They know that that religion is there. There is a time when men got born again and they were kicked out of their homes because they never bowed to the gods of their fathers. Now they have fought and opened up. Now they have created a path. The trees are cut. Ours is to lay down tarmac. So we cannot be tired where they got tired. In a relay, a stick is handed over to a man that can run further than the one handing over the stick. Let me show you what is happening in the, in the, in the, in the spirit. Just come beneath. This is the race. Just come with the bottom. Now, this is the generation of fathers. They want to hand over the mantle. But the ones who are supposed to receive the mantle are not in front of them. They are behind them. You see, in a relay, just stand facing that side. In a relay, you, 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 you can't handle that mantle to someone that is behind. Because the race is going forward. So now the fathers are looking back. We have overtaken a generation. The things we knew in their age, they don't know. The things we were doing in their age, they are not doing. By the time we were 20, we were doing crusades in Kitengela. At 20, they are organizing concerts in church. When we were 20, we were doing prayer cashers. At 20, they are doing youth dinners. Talking about dating. At 20, we were thinking revival. We are thinking marriage. So the fathers are looking at that mantle and they're saying, let me stay with it. Because it might kill a generation. But in their heart, there is a cry. They're asking, Lord, what are we going to do? And two things are happening. Because of the delay of the generation, two things are happening. The Lord is now telling the fathers, don't give out the mantle, continue. Now you begin to see 70 year old going back to high school mission. You begin to see 65 year old beginning now to preach to the youth church. Because that young man is now tied by Netflix. He's tied by Big Talk. He's tied by UEFA. He's not in prayer. And the Lord is now overworking the fathers. That era must end in our day. Let the young people arise. Let the young generation arise. Ah, let the fire of the Lord come upon a generation. Let the pattern change in the spirit that even if the fathers are tired although we are here mark timing we can still run back get the mantle and pursue our generation because if nothing happens we are going to enter into chaos when you begin to see the gay community taking over the media he tells you the church is in slumber come to arise now our voice must count in our generation and patterns will be handed over. 
Just lift up your hands to heaven and tell the Lord whatever you are doing in our day. Oh, I said I refuse to pastor mega church when I am in my 60. I want to declare in our day by the time you are 35, you can be a pastor of a 10,000 seater sanctuary. Why? The matter of the king is urgent. The matter of the king is urgent. The matter of the king is urgent. You cannot enter Jordan and remain the same. Let there be a stirring of mantles. Whatever deposit of grace that is upon your life, let it begin now. Let me show you what is happening. Let me show you what is happening. Come, Benny. And after this demonstration, some things will unlock in your life. The Lord, the Lord is not ignoring a generation. The Lord is in need of the two. And this is what the Lord is doing. The Lord is lifting Joshua's. And then when the fathers realize that this is a Joshua, they don't go to fight with him in the valley. God is now repositioning the fathers to ascend in the mountain to lift their hands as they pray for Joshua because when Joshua wins in the valley he's fighting the battle of his generation and I want to tell the fathers there is a transaction happening in the spirit because of your rank in the realm of the spirit you are standing as a covering and you are lifting your hands and you are saying Lord let Joshua win in the valley Joshua may not have the power to contend as Moses but the prayers of Moses will give Joshua victory in the valley I came to tell the fathers and the mothers time to arise and pray for a generation is now some will be in the mountain others are fighting in the valley they may not have the revelation we have but the sound they have is changing their generation we just need to lift our hands and say Lord let that one not be hijacked let them prosperity women fame and pride let it not take that one let that apostolic gift let that prophetic gift let it not be prostituted preserve a remnant in our day even if it is one Lord preserve a remnant in our day oh Jesus just lift up your hands to Zion. Hold on the keys. Some of you don't know what they carry. But I hear this word loudly. In Jordan, men never left without encounters. In this atmosphere, wherever you are, the Holy Ghost knows you. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit knows you. Some of you, you have very strange graces. You just think you love the Lord. No. In you is gifts and burdens of Zion. I pray even if it's one man or one woman who will receive confirmation by a divine encounter, let it happen. And now spirit of the living God, move in this house. Wherever you are, let the power of the most high land upon you. How shall it be, O oh God? How shall it be? The power of the Holy Spirit will overshadow you. I declare now, the
them that are here and even them that are outside wherever you are may you walk out of this meeting knowing that the power kaposha leparia kandeleboza leparatosia may you walk out of this meeting knowing that the power of the most high was upon me now in the name of jesus let the power of the holy ghost begin to land upon people in the name of jesus let that power begin to land upon people let that power begin to land upon people now let the wounds of prayer be opened let anyone here with a divine ordination and a gift of zion under the sound of my voice let that which is in you be stirred even if it is one i don't know who i came for but i know the spirit is now picking for himself some of you the holy ghost will begin to separate you you are in a place where you cannot grow the fire some of you abandon the place of prayer you know that there are possibilities you had begun to touch realms but you abandon prayer on this day of january the lord has come for you that action of prayer is coming upon you now take it take it in the name of jesus take it in the name of jesus there are people with ministries prophetic mouths are being opened intercessory dimensions of prayer right now let them be opened there is a sensation of fire some of you are feeling it in your belly others are feeling it on your hands wherever it is there is an encounter happening upon men sometimes it's not in the falling but your spirit can be a witness that i'm surrounded by a holy presence halila people coming in the power of the holy ghost newsmakers in kitengela let them arise now beyond the jordan mantles gifts ministries were activated let it be so now let it flow let it flow let the wailing mothers teach their daughters how to wail let the intercessors be restored on the place of prayer kitengela will not perish kitengela will not perish let the voice of Yahweh arise in this territory with signs and wonders. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Father, in the name of Jesus, let handlers of chariots arise out of this meeting. Territorial leaders, rulers and commanders, Lord, let a generation of young men vibrant full of the holy ghost let them arise to secure the gates of a generation let a remnant arise in our day an army that is not defiled beyond the jordan we are coming as newsmakers 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The only prayer I want to make is if you're here and you're not born again. If you're here and you're not born again, please, before I hand over the microphone, I want to pray with you. 